This is your girl Sylvia, she, her, and hers. And this is Tori, she, her, and hers. We're back again. Physical yep. distancing. Yep. Still doing it because the uh, stories never end. No. No. Crazy what never is it? Sleeps. Oh, and the I missed my never end. Oh, oh, we gotta keep. Okay. So <laughs> it's been a while since we did this. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Let me redo that. Okay. So, so, so we're back to what are you bringing to the table? <laughs> And we're bringing back stories because crazy never sleeps. And the stories never end. All right. There we that's go. a little bit better. There yeah. we go. We'll, we'll keep working we'll on We'll get it. back into that. In our That's our, what is that? Our catchphrase. Yeah. It's our, it's our tagline. Yeah. Yeah. Our yeah. Tagline. Ooh, we got to do something with that. Merch. Merch, merch. Yep. All 30 of our <laughs> listeners are crying right? for merch. <laughs> Hey, but at least we got, you know, we went from us to being the only listeners. Right. You know, so that's progress. I mean, that's we're like 30, COVID. 30 something. We're like COVID. We're slowly, we're slowly building. <laughs> I mean, we've had a flat curve for a long time. Right. You um, guys had, you guys helped us flatten the curve, but yeah. we, we wanted to go higher. Yeah. We wanted to peak. Yeah. Um, Andy asked me today, um, I was talking about the podcast, and then he asked me, um, "What did he say? Oh, oh, what story? What's your? Sto- oh, he always says, what's your podcast going to be about today?'" I said, "Well, it's not about one thing, you know. I'm like, we pick stories, and I never know which stories I'm going to do." I said, "I usually have a list of them, and then I decide pretty much on the fly which ones I'm going to do, right? Yeah, maybe yeah. right before we start." I said, "You know, so I do three stories. She does three stories. I explaining the the." format to him and yeah. i said it's usually about two hours you know i said it, you know back in the day way back it used to be good for your commute you know back when we used to do that um, right and and he go and i said a lot of people are a lot of people many of the people have said <laughs> that <laughs> many of our two followers <laughs> a few of our followers had con- have commented like it's their commute uh podcast like because it gets them the their duration of their commute usually. Yeah. And um and he's like, Well what if they didn't finish it? And so then we got into this like comment conversation of do this do people stop and start podcasts in the beginning in the middle of like an episode or whatever? And yeah. I was like, I don't know. I said, you know, I mean there's some that I that I listen to that I don't mind doing that to, but then there's others I wanna hear the whole episode. So I was wondering like, I wonder what our listeners do. Are they is this a podcast they just have to listen from the start to finish? Or is it something that they're like, oh, I'll like put it take on a break the way home. home and then, you know, pick it up later? Um, or, I don't know. Uh, well, do I'm think? a loyal listener. I'm a loyal listener. <laughs> I'm one of the two. So. <laughs> uh, I I listen all the way through. Yeah. Like, and, and I've listened all the way through since 
your first episode. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I, because I you've listened to every episode we've done. I've listened to every episode wow. we've done. I haven't. Yeah. I've listened to every single episode that we have done because we, cr- I crack myself up. We crack <laughs> ourselves up. That's, that's, I mean, there are, I mean, we're doing this right together. And, but when I hear, when I hear it, I'm laughing. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh. So I get a kick out of it. Um, and, and sometimes it's like, I can't believe I said that. Or, I can't believe she said that. That's hilarious. Uh, so, and I can't say that for many podcasts out there. That's the other wow. thing. Yeah. You know, we are not people. You got to understand. <laughs> we are not professional anything. You know, we, we were not trained we in the are theater. not in entertainment. Yeah. We we're are not, not in the entertainment field. We're not stand up comedians. No, nobody is producing this thing for us. We are as raw as raw can be. It's like if we were sitting on the city bus with y'all, this is exactly what Tori and I would be doing on the city bus and you listening. That's it. I mean, and we were just talking about that. I think we were talking about that the last time about we don't have, uh, you know, a sound system or editing or producer. Yeah. I mean, you can't get any more raw than this. We're at the raw dog in life. That's what we're doing. We're we're raw dog in podcasting. And we don't get, uh, and here's the other thing is, you know, I tell people, we, Tori and I aren't practicing some kind of script. This is like, you know, here, 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 like, here, like, here the these moment. are the clicks. Yeah, this is like, this is it. I mean, this is it. That's why I said. This, this is, is improv. This is as real as you can get when we're talking about our stories. Oh, God, that's so true. Yeah. So, um, so people, true. you can't, yeah, you can't get any of it. That's why I'm surprised we only have... Two listeners, me and you. (laughs) (laughs) I know. And and Kenny always says, oh, man, I I hear you guys all the time. I don't want to listen to it (laughs) in my car. (laughs) I'm trying to get away from (laughs) y'all. I wonder, Uh, um, you know, Andy, I don't, he doesn't listen because, I mean, he's got a hearing impairment. So listening to things aren't like the best mode of uh, entertainment for him. Um, but I think, I feel like he would say something similar. Like, uh, I live with you. Like, right. We talk about this all the time. (laughs) Right. I hear you 24 seven. You expect me to hear you even more. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so fucking true. It's so fucking true. So I think, I think we're one of those, you know, and the reality is you can't just stop in the middle of when we're saying a story. I mean, I would, I think it would be hard to, yeah. I Yeah. I, I think it would be. I, I mean, mean, obviously things heated... come up where you, you know, obviously things come up where you have to like, oh, I got to oh, yeah. do this. But thing. I always but pause it. I always pause. Ideally, if you could go from start to finish, it would be yeah. from your experience as a listener, as a loyal listener. Start to finish. You got to start... go from the beginning to the end and just, because yeah. there's like a flow to it. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. You know, know, and sometimes I'll go back a little to pick up again to get the flow. Yeah. You know, we'll just rewind a couple seconds, Hmm. you know, but yeah. So how, um, how you were saying the, 
um, you know, Kenny's like, I already, you know, I hear that. Da, 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 and I think Andy would say the same. So I was going through some stuff over the weekend in these boxes and stuff. And I found this journal I kept on our honeymoon. Uh-huh. And um, we were, we had gone on scooters to like the, like the country out in the r- rural part of the island. Um, and there was a, a play. we'd stopped at like, I don't know, stopped to, what is that called? Snorkeling. And so we were f- finishing up and um, I said, oh, do you want to ride up and see the blowhole? And Andy said, well, I thought you were the blowhole. Oh. <laughs> but I wrote that in my journal because it was so funny. <laughs> Uh, now you could take that many different oh, ways. Stop it! No. <laughs> how how stop was he? It. Yeah. How Get your was mind he? Out of the gutter. Hey, I, hey! All I know is, I, you know, the only version I know—well, not that I know—that I was the main version was the gutter version. And then it was like, then you hear, "Oh, you're such a blowhole," or is it even blowhole, or is it? blow hard or what is it uh i think it's a blow hard isn't it i don't i don't know i don't know i don't remember someone's a blowhole you're such a blowhole and not mean given blowjobs right or blow hard blow hard i think it's blow hard blow hard blow hole I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. I guess you might. Hey, your man is right there. You can ask him how he meant it. <laughs> Especially as you were talking on the honeymoon. Why would you think it was the other way? You're on your honeymoon, girlfriend. <laughs> of course he's meaning the gutter route. <laughs> that's, I'll have that's to your, ask him at a later point in time. Yeah, that's your uh, your naivete. Yeah, it's my innocence. <laughs> that's your innocence. Oh, my innocence. <laughs> Hey. Right. Exactly. Well So how is your um how is your this what are we in? COVID what week are we in? Uh, I, I don't even remember. Month two and a half? Wait, it's, is that it's May? It started in March. Yeah. Wait, March, April, May. Yeah, two months. So two two months. Two months. And we're already hearing open them damn floodgates. Minnesota, open them doors. Minnesota. Right. Yeah. Uh, which makes me nervous because people are out there flooding beaches. You know, I'm afraid it's going to be like, you know, Black Friday, you know, where everyone is going for that dollar TV. You yeah. know, they open up a restaurant and people are lined up across lined like, up to get in. Yeah, like it's like, why are you such in a rush to get COVID? You know, I'm what the, the, I mean, so I had to go out to the store this weekend. Um, and I went to Safeway. I usually don't go to Safeway, but I don't know. For some reason I'm just like, I'm just gonna go there. I know they'll have what I need, get done with it. Um and I didn't know, I hadn't been there since they put the one ways up and down the aisles. Like, I didn't know that. That's a good idea. Yeah. So like you're going down an aisle and you get around and you're like, oh, fuck, I forgot that one thing. You got to go all the way back around. Good. I mean, I don't know what they do if you didn't, but I obeyed the, 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 you know, I obeyed the rules. I obeyed the arrows, but I did notice probably 80% of people weren't wearing masks. So I'm like, what's the fucking point? Like, 
at that point, like, what, what would it, how would it help? And then Annie and I got in a debate about it, you know, because I was like, the mask is for me to protect other people, but if other people aren't wearing one, how, that's not protecting me. Like, if everybody right. else because is walking around being blowholes, <laughs> well, I got my mouth covered. Right. You know, so. Um, it's, yeah, it's not protecting you because all that spit and stuff is, um, uh, you know, coming coming at you. Yeah. And so, yeah. I got a little, I can admit, I got a little discouraged. And I was kind of in that like space of mind of like, well, then fuck it. Let's just go do whatever the fuck we want and just get it and get it over with. Because yeah. of all the other fucking idiots that are just out there, you know, raw dog in life without a fucking mask on. Yeah. And, yeah. And um, not wearing a condom, basically. Which, exactly. Which They're means having sex now, with no condom. Right. Which means now we have to, those that are wearing masks, here, here's the thing. You walking by, you talking without a mask. All those spit particles, all of that is landing on people's fabric. Yeah. And then I'm going to, you know, I'm going to move my hands around, touch my shirt, whatever. Now it's on my hands, you know, and the mask is really to protect you from spitting all your particles around. And people think I don't have symptoms, so I'm okay. And I, you know, I'm one that I'm like, it's uncomfortable to wear the mask. Yes, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. But from what I hear about COVID, that's even more uncomfortable. You know, I, that's what people I mean. getting that's rashes, is... the breathing problems, the not having, can you imagine yeah. not having taste? For like two weeks, right? Like you're two yeah, weeks. Yeah, and some people, for some people, even last longer. Right. Like some people haven't recovered from their, you know, not. And I'm like, imagine that if you were to plug your nose and try to taste something you can't taste anything so you can't enjoy you know the the flavors so i'm like you know there's too much to enjoy that covid is going to rob you from that you know what the hell just wear the damn mask temporarily until we can get to zero new infections like like, come on literally you know a 20 minute trip to the store or two plus weeks of living fucking uncomfortable like uncomfortable yeah. like if right. you ever had the flu times that by like whatever right like yeah when you've had like and i'm talking the flu like the bad flu where you're like i think i would rather be dead right now you know right you don't really want to be dead but you feel like you're gonna you would rather die yeah times that by i don't know exponential right i mean that's what i understand is that it's like the worst flu that you'll ever have and I'm thinking, like, to be for real, like, I've only gotten sick, uh, like, sick with fever where, you know, I couldn't even wake up to to uh, take a shower. That's how, you know, ill. Mm-hmm. Um, but that only lasts, like, one, two days. Yeah. I couldn't imagine having that for a week. Yeah. Um, that... That in itself just tears your body down. Yeah. And I know I had to be laid up for a week. Um, I couldn't move. I couldn't do anything. That in itself reduces your lung capacity. So imagine, and I didn't, you know, at the time when I was, you know, I had surgery and stuff, I couldn't move. They wouldn't allow me to move. So it wasn't because I had an infection in my lungs. 
but I sure as hell felt like um, I was a smoker at the end of that week. Like a breathing, I was breathing hard. It didn't hurt. But what I hear about COVID is that it hurts to breathe. Yeah. You know, and so I couldn't imagine you know, breathing and that it's, it hurts just to breathe and that you can't catch your breath and have that for two weeks, a week, you know, that just seems like hell. I should have put the damn mask on my face. Right. So I don't know. I mean, I think people are deaf, you know, and we all know that things have to get going eventually, but I also feel like it's like, okay, to make them go, just wear a mask. Like that's going to help them get going. That's going to help things get going. Like that's the, that's the thing for me, like that I guess people don't grasp is, you know, just like the people that fucking talk about, Oh, well there's only been so many deaths, right? Like do you realize like there's only been so many deaths because we've taken all this precaution. Right. And the the same thing with the new cases where yeah, the new cases aren't, go- you know, they're not, they're very low. Yes, because we've been in quarantining ourselves for two, uh, uh, you know, yeah, two months. So, exactly. yes, I would hope to see results, yeah. you know, and that's what we, that's what this whole purpose was, was to flatten the curve. But we don't need to spike it now. Right. We can continue to keep, you know, keep together. But people, you know, I'm like, think, can you imagine in World War One and Two, everybody was like together. They knew that this was a purpose, and but because we have a shit show of an administration <laughs> that gives zero credibility to the science, oh my god! And they're so wishy washy with their responses <sighs> that people think it's not true. If our administration would stand up and say it is for real people. If we have that strong leadership, like mm-hmm. I just saw, you know, Barack Obama doing, mm-hmm. I was like, that's what we are missing. We, and that's why people were looking at Dr. Fauci because he was yeah. giving us the real deal, not with his drink your bleach and, you know, all that other kind of stuff. It was real information, taking it seriously. We have a president and a vice president that aren't wearing masks, even when Others around them are wearing masks. It's like, what do you think? The glamour shots Mm -hmm. that, you know, you're too good to be wearing a mask. Like, give me a dang. Nobody wants your spit germs all over them. (laughs) You know? Well, like, I mean, I'm sure you saw the latest. How he said taking chloroquine. Yes, that fool. And I'm like, can you take them all at once? I'm like, uh, yeah, see, so now what are you doing? You hyping people up with exactly. there's, there's some kind of medication. False I'm going to start taking it. Oh, yeah. this will get me, this will, you know, like. Uh. This will keep you from getting it because I've had several negative, you know, tests. Right. And I'm like, fool, I just, you know, I just want, I, I, I just want him to be out. I just want it to be done with. I'm tired of him. I want to get back to having leaders that are actually leading and then yes you can have your political views whether you're a republican or you know democrat we can get back to having those real debates not about whether this man is lying not about the ridiculous stuff that we are dealing with now i want to be able to talk real issues yeah not is he telling the truth is he not is he this is he that is he grabbing pussy is he not you know (laughs) i just i i want to get back to real issues. Yeah, 
for reals. Like, ugh. I'm tired. <sighs> All right. Well, thanks right. for listening. <laughs> <laughs> it's your That's time it for to get today. Off the bus we can't now. do it. We can't do it anymore today. <laughs> right. Um. Well, should we get some stories? I have an update. So oh, what's your update yeah. first? Let's, hey, oh, push wait. that what's update. Okay, which, I, I can't remember which button it was. What is your what's update? Yay, you got it. Yeah, okay. So um, we talked about the Brianna Taylor um, raid gone wrong. Where she oh, yeah, murdered. yeah, yeah. So the police officers have been named in that case. Oh, okay. Uh, so uh, blah, blah, blah. The, they've been named in the shooting of 26-year-old Brianna Taylor, um, emerging medical technician who was shot and killed in Louisville, Louisville Metro Police on March 13th. They are Jonathan Mattingly, Brett Hankinson, and Miles Cosgrove. Um, here are, let's see, there are three narcotics detectives. Mattingly is 47 and is a sergeant. With 19 years on the force, Hankinson is 44, detective with 17 years on the force. Cosgrove is 42, a detective with 14 years on the force. They belong, so messy, sloppy work. They belong to the criminal department's criminal interdiction division. Um, let's see. The department record claims officers attempted to make entry into the residence during the execution of a search warrant and were met by gunfire from within the residence. Multiple officers returned fire. One subject was taken into custody. The other subject was killed during the incident. So yeah, that's not disputable. They're subjects. That's not disputable. Right. But I'm saying that's not disputable. The, the, The problem is you went into the wrong home. Yeah. So they're not uh, subjects. So, That's right. It should say one civilian was the killed homeowner and another or civilian the homeowner, the was, renter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like that's what, that's what we talk about. Fucking words matter is when you say that you say subject, you call them subjects. You say that they were subject to a potential law violation because, right. but the warrant was the wrong fucking place. Yeah. Like, so the it, yeah, wrong place, wrong people. Yeah, two, one civilian killed one. I don't even think he should have been arrested. Like, it shouldn't even say one civilian arrested. No. Like, it should say one civilian killed um, during the execution of a, uh, a, a warrant botch, a yeah, botched warrant. Exactly. That's what it should say over a botched warrant. Yeah. Um, let's see. And you're correct. A subject should not, they should not be identified as subjects. Yeah. No. It, yeah. The, like it could be the homeowner, the residents. Yeah. Like if you don't want to say, you know, victim. Do they do they even know whether these people here even knew the person that was on the warrant? Well, they knew who the I mean, I'm assuming that yeah, he probably had a history. But No, I'm saying the two the two uh like the I don't know if it was a home or renters oh, whatever. Brianna and her whether, boyfriend yes. knew the no, there's yeah. no there's no indication that they knew this person. Like that, the, they literally had the wrong fucking address. Oh my gosh! It wasn't like this Tobias guy who was the yeah, um, it was like a cousin yeah. or a yeah, you know. Oh, um, oh my goodness! That yeah. makes it even more horrendous. Exactly. I think you should write to the whoever wrote that. You know, whoever the um, uh, oh yeah, that was from journalist a- was. 
It was from a website called heavy.com. Yeah, um, writing to them and saying, hey, these were not subjects of anything. Yeah, well, they were our... tenants or homeowners. That's it. They were yeah. not subjects. Yeah. Um. So that's fucked up. But, yeah. you know, so even though they're named, I'm sure they won't be fucking charged. If they're charged, they won't be convicted. Um, so what will end up happening is there will be a civil suit. And how much money uh, is enough to exactly. for the life of right. her? How much, how, exactly. And they should immediately release that dude. Immediately. Yeah, right. That's where the protest should happen is immediately he should be mm -hmm. released. Yeah. Um, it does go on to a little bit of their their history and stuff. Um, but uh, I'm sure it's, yeah, I'll, yeah, it doesn't. Matter. I'm wondering if you can Google um, Google the guy's name that they took into custody to see if he's still sitting in jail. Oh, that's a good question. What was it? You know, was it Kenneth Walker? What was it? Um, because yeah, because again, you know, here we have these police officers or these uh, the McMichaels that killed Aubrey, and they were running around loosey goosey yeah, for two Kenneth months. Walker was the yeah. boyfriend's name. They were running around loosey-goosey two months before, you know, they were arrested. So how come Mr. Walker wasn't able to be walking around loosey-goosey free? Um, so um, judge releases man who shot officer during deadly confrontation two weeks ago. So he's released. So, and he, again, two weeks ago, this happened. They just barely release him? Um... Yeah, that's uh, after they after they find out the correct information, right? Right. Well, so I, you, I don't know if it was you got these freaking McMichaels again running around loosey goosey for two months, and it wasn't until the video that now all of a sudden they, you know, like we said, showing up four deep to go and arrest them. Right. Two exactly. months later. Oh, does it show that he was released? When was that um, date? So he was uh, taking custody. Um, on Thursday, according to a statement from River City Fraternal Order of Police, Judge Olu Stevens released Walker on home incarceration. So he didn't, it, the charges weren't dropped. Home incarceration? So, yeah, that's the thing, is that it's not even... Uh, I, you know, I... How come they didn't do that to the McMichaels? I, why could that not have happened to McMichaels? Unbelievable. An arrest and then we'll release you as we continue to investigate, but you're still charged, but you could be incarcerated in your home. I don't think, I don't think they should be. I mean, I don't think that McMichaels need to be released at all. <laughs> like, Oh, but I'm just saying, <laughs> I, I'm just saying that would have shown fairness because right. if they're doing this to this guy, this is where we keep consistency going within the laws, but we can't have different rules for different folks. That's what, you know, all we're saying is equal. You, we got to do this as equal as possible, as fairly as possible. If you're not going to arrest the McMichaels because you want to investigate and find out what truly happened, the same should be true for this guy. We release him, yes, in the heat of fire, gun battles, whatever. And I'm sure that guy, when he realized his police breaking through my door, I'm sure he was like, dude, 
I thought you guys were breaking in because right. you guys were home invading. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you release them and say, okay, but because an officer was shot and you just done killed his, his girlfriend, you know, it's even, it's not even Steven, but I'm saying this is what happens when you all F up. Yeah. People get hurt. People just died. Police officers get injured. But it's no fault to this guy. Right. You all exactly. screwed up. Yeah, no, exactly. So he like, should not be charged with anything. Yeah, a person has a right to defend themselves in their own home. And unless you're a person of color. Well, that's yeah. the that's the messaging. And that's the situation in the I mean, that's the Unless that's, you're a person yeah. of color, you have to quickly decide if somebody is breaking into your home, whether they are the police or whether they truly are somebody invading your home. And you better do that in split. So you better be able to have x-ray vision impossible. to go through there and make sure that they're not wearing you. And these guys weren't wearing uniforms because they were undercover, right? It was a warrant. I mean, I can imagine that. Oh, they okay. Were. I mean, I'm sure some of them were, but there might've been some people in undercover clothing because it was a warrant and, and a drug of a drug like team kind of thing. Right. So right. it's highly so, possible that there were, were, you know, um, not the, uh, you know, traditional uniform type things that, you know, right. people are thinking of. And to me, it's it smells more of sloppy police work. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you all need to own that sloppy police work. And oh, I don't know how much money. A, um, they said it was a no-knock warrant. So it's one where <sighs> they literally just bust down your door. <sighs> So if, wow. imagine laying in bed at night, yeah, just sleeping away, and somebody, but yeah, and you hear your front door bust open and commotion. Even yep. if they're yelling "police, police, warrant, warrant," you're, you're not, not, you're not brain, expecting. Yeah. You're not. Right. I mean, if you're out there doing dirt, at, yeah. s- at some point in the back of your head, you're like, yeah, you know, at some point, somebody's gonna bust through that door. There's a possibility, right? Yeah, but. These people are living their life. She's minding their business, you know, just regular folk having a, you know, rest, sleeping in the house, sleeping while Probably black. Getting ready, getting ready for work tomorrow, you kind know, of deal. Like we like, got to go to bed early. Everybody that does, you know, and so, like I'm saying, like if you any of you were out there and you heard that and you happen to possess a weapon because it's completely legal to to do yeah. so. You might come out guns blazing too. Of course you would. That's In why fact, you got a gun. How, how many times have I heard those damn fucking redneck gun lovers? Oh, by God, anybody breaks into my house, I'll come out shooting. I'll right. shoot first, ask questions later. Later. Grr, and grr. they get they get, they that get the right benefit to of do that. that. Just like the right. Michaels. I'm going to shoot first and ask questions later. There's black me. boys running through our neighborhood. And I guarantee they didn't say black boy. I right. guarantee they said the N word. This N-word's running through our neighborhood, burglarizing our homes because, you know, under their eyes, they all look the same. So it's like, oh, right. yeah, that's got to be right. him. Like, uh, right. uh. oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I got a story that's well, there's not another make it. Another what's update. Hold on. I got oh, oh dang. You only said what's one. Update? Um, and this one is related to the McMichael case. Uh, Gregory McMichael, ex-police officer charged with the killing of Ar- Ahmed Arbery, had service weapons suspended in 2019. Gregory McMichael repeatedly failed to complete officer training. Um, 
so talking about rogue cop, right? Yeah. Uh, documents show that Gregory McMichael's law enforcement certification was su- suspended and his firearm was taken away in 2019 due to repeatedly failing to take mandatory training one year before the fatal shooting. Um, he retired a few months later in June. McMichael and his adult son. Okay, they were arrested. We know that. The suspension is outlined in Gregory's personnel uh, records obtained by ABC News. From this time working in Glen County as a police officer and an investigator in the district attorney's office. The two, February 2019 Georgia Peace Officer Standards and Training Council issued McMichael a suspension order for failed, failure to maintain training for the year 2018. At that point, McMichael lost his powers of arrest. In a memorandum of understanding signed by McMichael, his boss at the time, District Attorney Jackie Johnson wrote that McMichael will not engage in any activity that would be construed as being law enforcement in nature and to that end Mr. McMichael will not carry a firearm or badge nor will be oper- be he operate a vehicle a motor vehicle outfitted with lights sirens or police radio. McMichael- something else is going on other than you fa- you failed to do those right? there's something else. This doesn't this is not smelling correctly. Um, Michael, Michael previously received a warning in 2014 after failing to finish mandatory firearms and use of force courses. And the documents show McMichael repeatedly failed to complete training over the course of several years. So here's the thing. Where, where is it that if you are required to carry some type of licensing, like here, you have to have that DPSST certification. Mm -hmm. That's the equivalent of what was. Yeah. Right. And you don't, you don't get it. That means you can't do your job. Yeah. So why do you still have a job? And it sounds like it's, he's, he's refusing to do those things. He's refusing yeah. to get that certification. And it sounds like it was so, probably like a, you know, a West Lynn kind of thing where they just let him retire rather than hold him accountable. But you said, when was the day? Uh, 2004. I mean, it started was, way uh, back in 2014. Well, I had a warning in 2014. And then through several years, there was lack of compliance with training. And then in 2019, it sounds like that was like the last straw. The last straw. That's what I'm saying. You won't take these tests. So we're going to strip you of all your duties. Right. Five freaking years. Mm -hmm. You get to still, you are uncertified or barely certified, or I'm not quite sure whether he was certified. No, this happened in 2019. That's when they stripped him of all his right. stuff, right? So he so goes for five all this... years, was he certified or was he not certified? He was certified for during the, the course of up until 2019, he was certified. So the warning was for what again? Um, this in 2019. Because he wasn't keeping up on his hours or following um, through. It said that in 2019, he. He was stripped of all his duties. Right. Because failure to maintain training for the year of 2018. So the previous year, he didn't obviously didn't do the the required training he was supposed to do, which may or may not have been uh, firearms training, use of force, because back in 2014, he didn't do that. So this is a man who has a history of failing to do mandatory training hours. This is one of those people. That work those jobs, uh, the job that says, I don't need no fucking training. I know how to do my job. You can't tell me how to make a fucking arrest. You can't right. tell me how to treat people. I'm the fucking law around here. That's correct. 
And it that took is, until 2019 yeah. after probably because there's a there's a police union and not not to knock unions. 100 percent. Yeah. I'm support unions. But because there's a probably a union process, there was probably progressive discipline. And finally, 2019, they could say, you're not going to do this anymore until you have these trainings. And then his ass retires in June. So yeah. Does it in February? He's retired February, March, April, May, June. Four months later, he retires. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. He and gets to retire. Is if you retire, if you retire as a police officer that's lost their dude, lost their ability to carry their firearm, I don't think you should have the right to own a firearm I, private. I don't think you should have the right to, to just retire I don't like that. I don't that. think you should be I think it should trusted. be you're fired. Well, yeah. I, yes, I think he should have been fired. But if, yeah. if, he's, if that, if that, if your duties to your if, responsibility to carry a firearm was taken away from you from what should be the highest level of expectation, right, of use yeah. of that firearm. Yeah, you're a, uh, as a private well, citizen, that? you should, you know, they don't let people who are convicted of felons own firearms. So why right. the fuck should this guy own a firearm? Right. Well, my thing is. Why would they have allowed you to continue your job for you to retire? That's, you know, yeah, I can understand. It's probably right. union and, stuff. I, and I'm like, I can understand, like, if you're like, well, I'm retiring anyway, so why do I got to do all this stuff? Right. Um, right. Like, then, it was probably, you know, case, to me, it, it was probably a case of he was, like you said, he's already near retirement age. Okay. Well, he was already going downhill Let's from say they 2014. Write him up in 2019. Or in February, right? So they write him up in February. That process, there's a process that has to go through of like investigation and then you get the right to appeal it and uh, mediation because it's a union, right? So you get to go through your due process. So he rides that out for four months, maybe sees, oh, you know what? I'm probably not going to make it through this time. Fuck it. I'll just retire. Oh, yeah. You know, that's what happened because I'm like, this dude was going downhill since 2014. So it's like, yeah, I don't care. But again, it's a system that allows people to dictate, you know, how they're going to do their job. I mean, if you, if you, they, if they have to strip you of your major job duties, you are no longer a police officer. Why are you getting paid police officer even for four months before, you know, you should never, he should never have been allowed to, to have retired. He should have been fired because you can't do the duties of what the city is paying you for. Yeah. Oh, either that or get a demotion. Now you can go work in the library as a library clerk <laughs> or, you know, that, that those are the options we have. No, you know, I totally agree. I or think police the, officer. The, the, you know, I mean, I think there, I think there's a, there's a piece of it is there's probably a due process that he's allowed but I also know that there's been cases in which people were just straight out fired without going through that process. I mean, the agency usually had to prove it and often, you know, I mean, th- thinking of other police officer cases, right? Um, so they could have. They could have just said, you're fired in February. Like, you're done. We- we've gone down this road. You won't do your training. But remember, the DA that he investigated for was one of the first ones that passed it up. So she's probably like, she, I, my guess is how long did she let this go? You know, like, 
I mean, uh, yeah, you know, I, I, it's, it's all, that, it's that, you know, enabling. This is my buddy. Yeah, this is my buddy. So, yeah. yeah, this is my buddy. He's going to get it done or, eh, who cares? Oh, he's going to well, be retiring. You know, I'll talk to, you know, like, yeah, or, oh, right. he's going to be retiring. There's no point. Like, you know, that, that, that often happens too. Yeah. Um, especially in white supremacy culture of, of law enforcement, you know, if, you got the good old boys network, even if it's a lady, right? Right. Like it's still right. the same. Of course. And, of course. But I do think that, okay, fine, you let him retire. I don't agree with it, but that's the white privilege, you know, in action right there. So I don't think you should be able to own a gun. Your, your, your fucking right to use a weapon in your job. Well, but he wasn't working anymore, right? No, he's retired. I don't think he should be able to be legally own a gun. Why? Because he, because he was stripped of his ability to use the weapon. But that's because he didn't get the training. We you training can, on I can, use right. of force uh, and training other on people, engagement. So yeah, but other the normal general citizen can apply for a handgun, a firearm, without think, having to go through all of that. I still think staff. that given the rate of violence in police and retired police forces, whether it be, you know, whether it be this kind of thing or domestic violence, I think it's something that we need to look into. Well, for sure. And I don't know if it's happening there in Georgia, but for sure, if you, you know, here in Oregon, if you're, if you're a police officer and you're convicted of domestic violence, you know, you ain't carrying a handgun. Right. That, you know, yes. But I, I disagree in that him as a private citizen, once he's retired, if not, unless it's we don't allow anybody, you know, that uh, was in law enforcement and was take, you know, that they create. But then again, I could just already see NRA raising up and no, saying, "Hell I, no!" I, I, I'm so. not saying it's probably a popular opinion. What what I'm thinking is like you ha- when you I feel like if you get licensed to to carry a weapon, you have to show fitness the ability to be responsible with that weapon, right? If you have a history in which your job which required you to carry a weapon and and use use of force against people said, "We're going to take that away from you because you can't do the right training." That shows me that you're not fit to own a weapon. Cuz you don't want to do the responsible thing with it. Right, but you have people that aren't in law enforcement that can get a law, you know, that can carry a handgun and not go through any of those. No, I classes. think you should. I think you should have to show that. Like you should have to show. Oh, as, oh so, okay. So I'm saying, so like if, if me light, as if a regular you citizen a license to, a, to own a gun, then I should have to do these regular classes and hours. You should have to show some fitness on the ability to be responsible with that weapon. And I, I think, okay, now I'm, now I'm catching on. I think, yes. And I think you should have like, uh, training hours. If you're yeah. carrying a weapon, you should have training hours. Yeah. I think why and not? It if you want recertification, it could just be literally like you know you go to a local gun range once you know Practice. a year and you just check in with the gun master on the site or you know something and show like, that you know how to handle the weapon. Yeah, show that you know how to shoot it correctly. Exactly. I agree with. I don't know. I agree. I agree with that. But goddamn, don't take my rights away from me and make me wear a mask. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, since you brought up the, should we take a break or? We probably should we? take a break, yeah. and then we'll come back to okay. start the stories. All right, we'll be right back. Well, I Look. got, I've got one attached to the what's oh, update. Well, okay. What so that's what I'm saying. What's should we update? 
Stay in it. So this one comes from the Daily Mail. Um, woman whose brother and father murdered Ahmed Aubrey posted a photo of the black jogger's body lying in the street on Snapchat because she is a quote unquote true crime fan. Uh, yeah, so Lindsay mm-hmm. McMichael, 30, took a pic of uh, Ahmad Aubrey's dead body on February, February 23rd. She then posted the photo to Snapchat because she said she's a true crime fan. Uh, quote, unquote, I had no nefarious or malicious intent when I posted the photo, McMichael said. She, she is the sister of Travis McMichael, 34, and the daughter of Gregory McMichael, 64. The two men have been charged in the fatal shooting. Aubrey, jo- Aubrey jogged while unarmed through the neighborhood when they accosted him. The McMichaels claimed they suspected Aubrey of burglarizing homes in the area. Initially, the two men were in charge after they claimed self-defense. Natural out. Yes, we know that. She says, Lindsay said her father and brother Here's the great part. Lindsay said her father and brother are not racist because they loved her non-white boyfriends. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you posting the dead body on Snapchat because you're a true crimes fan? I don't, I'd like to see your Snapchat. Did you post your daddy and your brother's pictures? Right. Yeah. You are a true, uh, Crime fan, true crime fan. Post like, a mugshot, post of them yeah. getting video of them getting arrested. And are you going to follow that story in, you know, to show how they murdered right? uh, this young man here? Exactly. Uh, like, help me understand that. So this is bull crap. I'm like, in the, and besides that, I'm like, that's a person. Mm-hmm. That's a person that's laying on. That is somebody's baby. Yep. That is somebody's, you know, husband that is somebody's uncle that is that is a person well especially and for you like, to just... after like obviously after like it was just done right like right right i mean as a true a, a, a real true crime buff um yeah. you know I, I i i i can see you know i see i do see people post like crime scene photos right yeah like from the you know like and even on that my favorite murder page, you know, they'll if they if they have crime scene photos, they'll like post them and stuff like that. But this is a situation right. where you you were clearly there, obviously shortly after it happened to be able to. And not only that, but this was on your Snapchat, it's yeah. like putting it on my Facebook. Like it's not yeah. like you sent it to some you know uh, podcaster or some person that does and say, hey, I'm a true crime fan. Here's you know here's right. a photo. You. Put it up there. You knew your daddy and your brother killed this man. You knew that. Yeah, I wonder what the caption was. I'd like to know that too. I thought the same thing. Right. It didn't. It didn't say what her caption was. And but the thing that continued to get me was her talking about. Oh, you know about how she has that her dad and her brother that you know they loved all her um, all her boyfriends that were. it didn't even that were non-white. So I'm like, mean? I don't what know what that, that means. What I don't know mean? what that means. Like, yeah. what does non-white mean? Are, are you meaning that you brought home an African American man? Um, you know, I, I don't know what that means. And and besides that, I'm like, now not only did you post somebody's son dead, mm-hmm. a Snapchat like, oh, I'm a true fr- crimes fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, at that point. 
the parents weren't even notified. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, and you posting it out there um, and then you pop off with, oh, well, I'm, we're not racist because uh, I love black or I love non. I have a black friend. White. I can't be racist. Right. Exactly. And I'm like, you know what, lady? That's why they're calling it racially motivated. Right. Because you don't even get it. Exactly. You do not get and it. And you, your, your daddy and your brother could still be racist and you have non-white boyfriends. Right. Um, exactly. And then, you know, then she, she kept going on about how oh yeah whenever you know whenever i brought one of my boyfriends home they were so they loved them they accepted them you know my mom even cooked food for them like uh like human beings and like you should be yeah like wouldn't that wouldn't that be just being hospitable but that doesn't mean that right (laughs) that doesn't mean that they don't carry the stereotypes They don't carry the racial hatred. Exactly. Uh, that just means that they just thought, oh, okay, you you pick some really good ones out of the batch. Right? Exactly. You know? Exactly. You pick the exceptions, mm-hmm. and you're bringing home the exceptions of the batch. Yeah, isn't that what on um, Django and Chain, um, he called the, the uh, Leo, Leo DiCaprio's character? Um, uh, yeah, um, the except, exceptional Negro. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yep. Ugh. You are correct. That's exactly oh, how they call them. God. Yeah. And I was just like, lady, somebody needs to tell you to shut the hell up because you are making it like if I was a defense attorney of these, I'd be like, tell your daughter to shut the F up. Right. Because she sounds ridiculous and she's only digging you all in uh, further in the hole like literally yep. further in the hole and but that that i mean that's that fucking entitlement though right yeah like, oh yeah. i i you know you should believe me don't yeah. believe don't believe you know anybody else but you should believe our story because we're telling the truth yeah yeah right fucking yeah hell. yep and then there's other videos showing that other people had been going into that home too did you see that I did not. The owner released a couple months worth of video showing other mm-hmm. like couples going in there, kids Didn't going I say in that? there. Didn't I say that? Yeah. I said showing, that last week. Right. And that uh the police had directed the owner to this McMichaels, to Gregory McMichael, saying, Hey, if you have any problems on the property, just call this dude. And you making sense of what you just said about they stripped him of his law enforcement, of his you can't. If if this police officer knew that they stripped his ass of all that stuff. Yep. And then you pointed to somebody, and I'm sure what they said is, oh, he's a retired police officer. Yeah. I know that's what they told that dude. Yep. He's a retired police officer. But that officer, knowing full damn well they stripped him of his duties, that he should have said, Oh, you know, this guy just lives in the neighborhood. I don't know if you want to give him a call. Maybe he goes, but I know, I know. And every cell in my body, I know they said he's a retired police officer. Well, did the, I mean, did the property owner say anything though about like they were having problems with people stealing stuff? Like, 
Um, Were they bothered? I mean, was there an issue about the people going on the property and looking around? He said, he said, even though all those people were going off, there was nothing ever taken. Yeah. So it was simply people that do what people do when something's under construction, especially in a neighborhood is, oh, what are they building here? What's going to be there? showed uh one time uh you know somebody drinking water you know out of the faucet there and that was it but nothing about vandalism nothing about anything stolen and you know to to this date i haven't seen anything where they were saying hey anything was stolen and you know that video would be coming out fast oh hell yeah if they had a video of him stealing anything including a, a rock well, they, they done tried to bring out a video where he was getting harassed by police officers like two, three years ago. Um, there's a, um, I saw it yesterday and I think it was like three, three or three years ago or more. Um, and the getting harassed? That, that our, 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 Ahmed was getting harassed by the police. Yeah. 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 And if that's where, remember that one story I brought up that said, Hey, that he was investigating. So it was two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. This is what they were investigating was the, Oh, so tell me about that. Cause I didn't um, read that. Shit. I, I thought I had it brought up here, but, um, well, let's take a break so that you can find yeah. it. Okay. Let's do that. Okay. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right. We back. Two, what do you bring to the table? All right, back after a little breaky break. Got some water, got some snacks, feeling a little better. And um, then you were going to investigate something. So I was, I, I found the story about, so like we were saying before the break, um, the, you know, now comes the opportunity to try to uh, smear Arbery's name, to make him look out, out like he was a criminal, that he was a thug. You know, here, here's the go. This is the white supremacy he was playbook. Of some sort. This is yeah. the playbook of white supremacy. Let's try to make the black man out to be the bad guy in this situation when he was the victim, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We know this playbook well. We expect it. So, um, like I said, they tried to do it through the um, the house that he was walking on. You know, the property, the vacant property. They tried yeah. to do it by that by saying, oh, see how he walked into that house. Uh, what okay. you talked about was, yeah, actually the homeowner has video of multiple people walking in and out of that house and nothing was ever stolen. And so, oh, can't get him on that. So now right. here's the newest um, uh, attempt is uh, exclusive police tried to tase Ahmed Arbery in 2017. Officers question. That's the way we That's the title of it. Yeah. So see, if I'm looking, I'd be like, "Oh, see, I knew he was up to no good." Exactly. Yeah. Um, Based off of what, yeah. Based on that title, that's where I would be going. So officers questioned why Arbery was sitting alone in his car in a park one morning on November 2017. (laughs) So you can't sit alone in your car in a park if you're black in 2017. Like that is against the law. And so, of course, um, of course, uh, the um, the video in an uh, on an officer patrolling an area suspected Arbery of using marijuana. So that there you go. That's the first playbook rule number one. We're accused of using drugs. 
they're, yeah. they're probably using some sort of drugs. Yeah. You're in a park alone by yourself. Doing your drugs. While black. So you yeah. got you must be there doing drugs. No. Um and he says it was because it was a park known for drug drug activity. You're black, you're in a park by yourself, you must be doing the drug activity. Oh, uh, Arbery dressed in a green hat, winter coat, athletic pants, said he didn't have any drugs and refused to let the officer search his car. Smart move. Which is his right. Within his rights. Um, he told that the officer, is his constitutional right. Yep. He told the officer he was relaxing by rapping in his car over instrumental beats and had the day off from work at the uh, at the Blue Beacon truck wash. The incident pleaded. The incident previously described by the Atlanta Journal Constitution Atlanta Con- Journal Constitution escalated when Marbury it escalated, right? Keyword escalated when Marbury began to question why the officer Michael Kang Canago was harassing him, hassling him. King Canago claimed he began to feel threatened by Arbery, later writing in his report that, you, okay, that, so we that already, veins we were par- popping from Arbery's chest, which oh. made me feel like he was becoming enraged and may turn physically violent towards me. Okay. Uh, you, you are questioning somebody who is minding their own damn business. Yeah. Exactly what he and, says. And, You're bothering and tell me for him, nothing. Are you, probably, are you doing drugs? Mm-hmm. Why are you here? That would enrage me. Yeah. Why are you asking me these questions, right, sir? So, I'm not even driving. You can't stop me just because you feel like you believe something. Yeah, may I mean, potentially... this is akin to stop and frisk from New York, where you know the disproportionate amount of people that were stop and frisk were people of color because you looked the fucking part, right? According that's, to the that's, police. It, yeah, and that's basically what they're saying is probable causes. We're in a park. We're driving Black activity by yourself in the car. You're in a vehicle. I don't see you doing anything, but I'm assuming. And then when I question you and you're getting, you're then now becoming aggressive towards me yeah. because you can't answer my questions appropriately. Your vein, I can see your right. vein popping in your chest. Which yeah. means now you're going to get, those are key things for me to look at because now you're getting aggressive. Let me put my hand to my yep. gun now. Yep. And so he does exactly what you said. He said what you're, exactly what you said. You're bothering from me for nothing, Arbery said. Um... The officer told him he was looking for criminal activity and Arbery said, criminal activity. I'm in the fucking park. I work. The second <laughs> officer, David Haney arrived minutes later screaming at Arbery. And that's the video that I saw to get his hands out of his pocket. And Armory did Arbery did Haney then attempted to tase Arbery, but his taser malfunctioned. So it wasn't even that he pulled back. It fucking malfunctioned. Um, and Arbery continued to comply with instructions from the two officers to get to the ground. Um, Canago and had already searched Arbery for weapons before Haney arrived and deduced he was unarmed. Arbery says, I get one day off a week. I'm up early in the morning trying to chill. Arbery told officers as he sat on the ground, I'm just so aggravated because I work hard six days a week. Um, and you know, just goes on to, Oh, MJ. Uh, you know, talk about how his attorneys are saying, like, this is a this is an attempt to uh, smear Arbery's name, yep. to put question in the mind of potential ver- jurors of that. Well, you know what? He might have been down there committing crimes because, look, there was this thing back in 2017. Right. But the thing back in 2017, he was doing nothing wrong. He was found to right. be doing nothing wrong. And let's just say, all right, for shits and giggles. 
He got up early in the morning. He rolled down to the park. He put the, he, he parked, he put some music on to jam to. Maybe he smokes a blunt. So what? Well, and my thing Wait, is, so did you find what? evidence? Did you find evidence of that? What, yeah, did you and, smell and anything? So, so what, what? You know, just because you suspect, you, but you didn't see anything. So I, I'm trying to wrap my brain around that. But again, no, what they because said was a black man by himself in the car with rap music on. That's right. And you're due up to something. Yeah, because you all you be black folks, marijuana. Ooh, yeah, because all you black folks are always up to something. Crime of the century, smoking marijuana. Ooh, right, right. Like, come on. Right. <sighs> exactly. Well, but this is straight out of the white supremacy playbook. Right, and here uh, to go with your story, this came out of NPR. This is the kind of police department that uh, Mr. Aubrey was dealing with. The Georgia Police Department that led Aubrey shooting case has a troubled past. Of course they do. Okay? So here we go. Now the real perpetrators of uh, law violations are being exposed. Here you have an innocent guy minding his own business, and yet we have a police department that has some history of doing some shady stuff. So years before a former policeman and his son were arrested for killing Ahmed Aubrey in February, the Glynn County, Georgia, the county, the county police had tangled history of corruption and scandals. Surprise! The Glenn, right. The Glynn County Police Department track record of protecting its own is coming under scrutiny as the Georgia Bureau of Investigation takes over the case of the shooting death of Aubrey, the 25-year-old man who's killing has drawn comparison to modern day lynching there is just there is not just one prior case there are many prior cases and each one is a separate netflix episode hmm. the page pay said page pay a criminal defense attorney in glenn county in 2018 glenn county police lieutenant robert sasser killed his estranged wife and her friend before taking his own life the wife's family is now suing the police department because they say authorities failed to intervene before the murders that we were just talking about domestic violence yep sasser had a well-documented history of problematic behavior in 2010 he and another officer were involved in a brutal police shooting when they opened fire on a woman who had led the officers on a low-speed police chase. Sasser avoided punishment and remained on the force. In 2018, the police department also lost its certification with the state because it did not meet the basic policing standards. That's why your dude that's why Mr. McMichaels had his certification stripped and why he was allowed to continue his since 2014 of not being non-compliant and taking it like it's not a big thing because they had their yeah, certification full. Clearly, yeah. A report by the International Association of Police Chiefs noted that only 12% of the police force was African-American, even though African-Americans make up 26% of the county's population. That's why Mr. Uh, Ahmed Aubrey was pulled over, or not even pulled over, was a, uh, a approached by police because he was black and sitting at the park. 
Yeah. Because, you know, the black officer clearly was maybe off duty while the 20 other white officers were patrolling. Right. Exactly. In 2019, the county's drug task force was disbanded. A state-led investigation found extensive misconduct by Glenn County police officers, including one officer who had sex with a confidential informant. Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, didn't that happen in the West It got worse yet. Glenn County... uh, I don't know about the informant thing. I think it... I don't know about that that one. That was one of the things that happened there, too. I think they might have had some type of sex scandal, but I don't know if it was with oh, an informant. Oh, it's the sex tape. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, of him wanting to watch. Yeah. Yeah. It got worse yet. Glenn County Police Chief John Powell was indicted for perjury and witness tampering four days after the Aubrey shooting. The police chief remains on administrative leave. We have a history of protecting our own within the legal system. That applies a that applies across the board to Glenn County law enforcement with covering up misdeeds or looking the other way, said mm. Newell Hamilton Jr., a criminal defense attorney in Glenn County. There's no dispute that a former Glenn police officer and his son were involved in Aubrey, Aubrey's death. Gregory McMichael worked as an officer in the 80s and as an investigator in the district attorney's office until 2019 when he retired. I don't know why they keep saying, I mean, I guess officially he retired, but whatever. In a statement to police, uh, Gregory Michael said that he and his son, Travis, saw Aubrey, whom they suspected of break-ins. I don't know why. Why? Yeah, exactly. No no proof. What what exactly was it within your police? And perhaps if you had kept up on the police training, you would have known better. Yeah. Because, you know, McMichaels failed to do his due diligence and stay up on training. He relaxed and fell back into his stereotype. Because because he doesn't, obviously didn't believe that training was important, right? Like, again, like, if if you don't think there's any issue or there's any need to learn and evolve in your profession because... Oh, I'm you know I know how to shoot. I know how to make arrests, and I you can't tell me you know like. Yeah. So he so he says, um, whom they suspected in break-ins, because he was quote unquote hauling ass down the street, and that they began chasing after him. Hauling ass? He was just jogging. Jogging. Well, I suppose to two big bubbas like them, it looked like he was hauling ass. Right. And they, to them, you know, they do the, you know, walking slow. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's why they were chasing. That's why they suspected him of, as break-ins because he's a hauling ass down the street. He's... And that they began chasing after him. He claims they were acting in self-defense when Aubrey began to violently attack Travis. You mean to defend himself from Travis? <laughs> Yeah, like, that was somebody's yeah. pointing a gun at me. I'm gonna do everything I can to defend myself. Yeah, like, to make sure that gun is pointing somewhere else. Yeah, I'm gonna try to push the gun down. I'm gonna try to pull it away. I might hit him in the face to get the try to get the gun away. Like I'm not gonna let you yeah. shoot me. Like, right. What the fuck? And then another article said, or from another article that was quoting the um the family's attorney was saying that video was showing that. 
the McMichaels were chasing Aubrey for at least four minutes. See, like, uh, you're not... Uh. <laughs> so now there is, uh, there is shouting. Okay, so now county commissioners are defending the police department. Obviously, they have to because here's the thing. They know their purse is now going to be open to a lawsuit. So now they have to... Uh, how are we going to keep us from saying, yes, we are at fault? Mm-hmm. So they're now defending the police department. They blame the local district attorney's office for the decision not to arrest the father and son. Oh, I don't on. see how they expect the police to go cuff these men when they have been told directly on Sunday and on Monday by the district attorney's office not to arrest anybody Commissioner Pete Murphy told WJXT, a Jacksonville, Florida TV channel. But District Attorney Jackie Johnson said neither she nor her office advised the police on whether or not to make an arrest. Ooh, so they're pointing so fingers far, at each other. Exactly. They're like, they told us so not far. to. I didn't tell you it, not to. Yeah, yeah, you did. No, you didn't. That's so far from the truth. It's just a straight up lie, she told radio station WIFO on Monday. She said the police and the county commission want to smear her, and that's why they are blaming her for the for an arrest. I think it's retaliation for me being the whistleblower on their police department multiple times over the year. Do you hear that? Oh, now she's no. trying to hero. Now she's trying to play the good guy. Oh, now she's trying to be the hero because I'm the whistleblower. So see, they're pointing the finger at me retaliating against uh... me. But Aubrey's family, the NAACP, and others are demanding Johnson resign. They say Johnson's decision to recuse herself from the case before an arrest was a cop-out. According to Georgia Attorney General's office, Johnson consulted with George Burnhill, the district attorney from one county over shortly after Aubrey's death. One day after the shooting, Barnhill wrote a letter to the Glynn County Police Department saying he didn't see grounds to arrest the McMichaels. He also suggested Aubrey was to blame for his own death, writing that his aggress, quote unquote, aggressive nature explained his, quote unquote, possible thought pattern to attack an unarmed man. That's what this district attorney from another county wrote to wow. the County Police Department. Wow. To me, it's we're now making up a reason why we allow the McMichaels to get away. Because, quote unquote, it's a possible thought pattern to attack an unarmed man. I'm like, first of all, what do you know what Aubrey was thinking? How do you know what a thought pattern is? Unless you're saying saying that, so the other district attorney's office that that um, that the the district attorney went and consulted about, so definitely showed that district attorney for Barnhill the video, obviously, because he's looking at the video as he's, and then he wrote up this thing. So he's saying that, of course, Aubrey was the one that was responsible for his death because of his aggressive nature, which possibly was due to his thought pattern to attack an unarmed man. So because I'm a... Arbery didn't attack an unarmed man. Right. 
He he was attacking an armed man who was who's threatening him. Oh, I'm sorry. I said unarmed. It meant armed. It said his thought pattern to attacking an armed man. So he's saying so, because he was defending himself against an armed man that that's an yeah. aggressive maneuver. Yeah. That yeah. That that's aggressive in nature. Because who who would want to attack an an armed man? What what? It's called fight, to... flight, or freeze. Yeah. Fight meaning I fight I'm if I'm fight. threatened. Fly, meaning I get the fuck out of there if I'm threatened. If I'm threatened. Freeze, I literally freeze I'm like a possum because I'm stuck and I don't know what to do. Like paralysis. Right. And and Mr. Uh, Aubrey here was, I'm fighting. He's a fight. Yeah, like that's. Like, that's natural. That normal. can't be seen as some sort of aggression when that's or, or a literal survival. Survival right. mode. Right. So this is how they were able to then say, well, there's no rest. It's, you know, what? it was self-defense. So, yes. So the um, Glynn County Police Department declined to answer questions for the story, forwarding questions to the Georgia Bureau of Investigations, which declined to comment because the investigation is ongoing. Um, Aubrey's mom, Wanda Cooper, said the police intentionally tried to cover up how her son was killed. She said that the day of Aubrey's death, an officer told her that he had been involved in a burglary and the homeowner confronted him. I didn't question that at that time because the way that I lived is if authority came and told you anything, you didn't question that because that was authority. They were put in place to be trusted, she said. But there is no evidence to suggest Aubrey robbed anyone. Minutes before Aubrey was shot, a man called police to report that a black man had entered a house under construction. Georgia, which we know was one of them. Yeah, Michael. I mean, that, 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 that's the story we know is that they did call 911. But even the dispatcher is like, is he doing anything? Like, right? Is he in, is he doing a crime? Like, right. is something? No, like, he's no. Ass okay, the well then leave him alone. Like, you yeah. know, we'll send a car out, car out, and to check it out. Like, right? And this whole like thing. Okay, so if if tables were turned and Ahmed was able to have gotten the gun away, or in the struggle it went off and maybe shot the dude, you best yeah. believe his ass would be fucking arrested for murder right there. Like, it, he wouldn't exactly get the benefit of the doubt of self-defense. He's not even getting the benefit of the doubt of self-defense in death. If he were happened to live and the other guy would have gotten shot through the through the struggle, his ass would have been, just like Kenneth Walker, oh, who's in jail right. because he defended him, him and his partner's life from the police no-knock botched warrant. Right. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. And if they come storming trying to get into your house and you don't do anything and everybody is able to walk away, there's no justice there no. that people were bombarding you and trying to get into your house. They're not, and they're not, let's believe they're probably not paying for the door either. Right. <laughs> so it's like, what are we supposed to do as people of color? Uh, you know? We ain't, we ain't back in them days where, you know, you gets to do whatever you want. Like, no, that well, this is, and, that. but and, and this is, this is the struggle. That's what I'm saying. This is the struggle in that as people of color, we cannot, we cannot say, oh, well, that this is a, 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 
a black issue. It's not a black issue. It is a people of color issue Mm -hmm. because we can point out all the people of color that continually be that are continuously being targeted simply for the color right. of their skin. We see that in prisons, how we're overrepresented. And that is because we are targets simply for sitting in a vehicle. Yeah. Enjoying music. Yep. In a park. I mean, and shit then happens and shit starts going down because we then have aggressive police officers that, and I'm not saying all police officers, I'm not the aggressive, like when you were like pointing out about how that other officer came up to the scene. Yeah. Look, I'm not a police officer. I'm not trained, but if I'm pulling up to a scene and I see the uh, police officer in full control of the situation, why do I need to come up on the scene and start shouting and screaming and say, put your hands out of your pocket? Right, exactly. You know, yeah. That officer, I'm just going to be standing back to allow that officer to do their job because they clearly maintain some mm-hmm. type of, uh, I wouldn't say a relationship, but some type of communication right. going. Why there's, am I going to There's no it? point in getting all jacked up if there's no reason to get all jacked up. Right. Like, but as we're finding out, we have officers that clearly... Uh, this the police department didn't care about uh, training their officers, yeah. didn't care about uh, ensuring that they kept up with their training hours. So this is a, a police department that felt like, eh, we don't need to do any of those yeah, things. The rules this, don't this, really apply to right. us. There's, there's no purpose for that. We're, we don't yeah, have we're, to abide by a, that. We're doing a good job down here in Glenn County. Don't... We don't need them big city folks coming up in here. You know, yeah. that's bad that saying shit like, uh, and I'm going to use a term, but them McCullough folks ain't going to worry about, you know, they don't need to worry about nothing. We got, we do our job. We know how to do right. our job. You yeah. know, that yeah. black boy sitting in that car, of course, you know, we got to suspect him of smoking marijuana, you know, yeah. like, oh, yeah. oh my God. Oh, I'm telling you, <sighs> this is going to have to be a a double segment of well, something. I feel like it's a, this is already segment two of of Ahmad Arbery and the injustices of fucking law enforcement. And these were all again, all these were updates, updates on top of uh, your updates. Yeah, no, this is a you know, it's a it's a continued systematic situation that we're talking about in regards to how the system is built on white supremacy and oppression and racism. Yeah. I mean, look at, the, the, you know, whether it's uh, Glen County, Georgia, or whether it's Westland, Westland Oregon, Oregon, you know, right. like it you, don't matter. You have a history of which police forces were found on white supremacy, on Ku Klux Klan, on the, you know, the sheriff's posse where, you know, the sheriff could just say, Oh, these group of people are deputized and you get to be, you know, go after that boy, you know, you go right. after and, that person and know? zero accountability right. yeah. for when they commit criminal behaviors, Exactly. when they hide evidence, when they put evidence, you know, when they, uh, put false evidence on people, whether it's dropping a bag of dope or whatever it is in order to uh, arrest, in order to harass, in order to... Each time something comes up where where we try to move the needle 
a little bit yeah. more over, right? Towards the middle, yeah. at least, right? Like, okay, I get it. None of you are going to be all over here on the left side with me. Or only, you know, there's only a portion. Yeah. But anytime we even just try to get it towards the middle, right? Like, let's just get it over there a little bit more. Police automatically are, are, oh, don't tell us how to do our jobs. Oh, they want to take all our training. They want to take all our power away. And we have to have the power to do this and that. Well, that's rooted in this, like, fucking white power mentality, you know? Right. For sure. I mean, for sure. it, it uh, boggles my mind how there there are other developed nations that don't have the same, you know, uh, not to say there's not corruption, but it's, it just doesn't seem like it's to the same level. Right. You know, where you've right. got police officers killing unarmed people in their homes on a botched warrant. You know, the, the militarization of the police force in America, I don't think was the best idea. Right. You know, right. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, strip the police of their weapons and all of that stuff. But I do feel like there was a there was a tipping point when we decided to create paramilitary police forces instead of putting money into training and pe- teaching people with human dignity, treating people with human dignity and, you know, right. and uh, and doing more community policing. Yeah, which like stats, learning about which... implicit bias and that these things can impair your ability to make a good arrest because like it or not, we all live with it. Right. Like, right. And ensuring that police officers match the communities that they yeah. are patrolling, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's not to say that, you know, people of color aren't going to be committing, you know, that when you give it's just the nature of people, when you give them a position of power, you have some people that will take it right. uh, with respect. And then you have others, you know, that are going to be flouncing, you know, flouncing it around and, you know, taking advantage of their position. Um, but it does, it does say that if you, if as a person of color and I uh, am, broached by a police officer of color, I feel a lot more secure and safe to know that they know what my struggle is with policing. So they're not going to be approaching all aggressive. At least my hope is they're not going right. to be approaching all aggressive. But they mean, are going to be get... approaching the same way right. a white officer would approach a female, a white female with the... respect and Hey, right. you know, asking questions, jovialness, whatever, not the, what are you doing? What are you doing sitting right, in like a car? Automatically what, what, I'm looking for crime here. What yeah. are you doing? Like you there's know, an automatic, kind of implicit, and often explicit suspect of person of color crime. Right. Versus, But when we continue to have uh, the police force um, where its majority are white and they're policing in communities of color, it's the same plantation mentality you know it's the same and 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 i think there's a piece of it too that is um we've talked about this before the minimum requirements in in many departments is a high school diploma right and if you go based on the article that we did a couple weeks ago about the the dunning kroger effect 
is that there there's a the lesser intelligent the less likely you are to seek out other forms of information right so if you take that and put that into a police officer who only has a high school education they may not have the intellectual capacity to which they may have critical thinking skills to which they may find other sources of information to to uh you know, disprove their confirmation bias, you know, so we all have confirmation bias. So we're always looking for that thing that confirms what we know, we, what we know, we know. Right. But the difference is that with you have a higher intellectual ability, you have that ability to critical think and go, okay, and let me check and make sure, right. It's like checking your homework, you know? Right. Um, so I think that's a piece of it too, is that we have this lower requirement of officers and an age thing there too, right? Because if you think about 20, you could get a police officer job out of high school. You could get it even before you turn 21 years old. Yeah. Now, some forces say you have to be 21 or older, but. Right. But I that's not. I don't know if all of them all, do. I would probably say those are more for the big city ones. Right. But that's not to say Glenn County wasn't one where, hey, if you're 18 and exactly. you apply and you make it through, you know, training school and the other thing we know is um you know the how we hire people with it's the same thing as implicit bias you know so we're hiring people if they don't speak good english yeah absolutely yeah um if your name is uh name more ethnic you might not see the front door of an interview. Yeah, you so, might not even get an a- interview if you're right. an ethnic sounding name. If you get right. into the door and you're ethnic or a person of color or person of e- other ethnicity, and you get into the interview process, if you don't have the right look, you don't have the right accent, you don't have the right uh, dialect, yep. you know, that professional, that, that coin, right. that term that's used and abused articulate yeah. if you're not articulate yeah. quote unquote which means don't have no ghetto flavor in that in your voice yeah yeah like and so to me that's why even the more importance from so okay if you're gonna hire people straight out of high school that's why you should be requiring training you should be doing trainings on critical thinking on when you go through the academy there should be certain classes they take implicit bias learn you know critical race theory things like that to give them at least some knowledge right but they don't right that's no no use of force how to um what was i saw john Oliver and, and here's about. the thing is like every tax paying citizen should be in outrage because every single dollar that goes out in these um settlements it's our money oh yeah 100%. It's, it's not coming out of the police officers no you know, bank account or the commissioner's bank account or the uh, chief's no. bank account. It's the public it's dollars. our money. Yeah, and that dollars. money could be used towards boys and girls clubs. It could be used towards uh, drug and critical, alcohol treatment. Uh, yeah, houseless, critical services. Houseless senior services. Citizens, <laughs> you know, all of that. Yeah. They have to budget every year. There is a budgeted fund for lawsuits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, you know, so every person should be extremely interested to see how many lawsuits is your county uh, paying out mm-hmm. because of the idiocy of 
the hirings that they do and the lack of, right. in this department's case, the lack of seriousness of training their officers and ensuring that they are up to speed with training. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's definitely what we talked about last week is, is just that, is that if you, if you don't want to do it for the, to be anti-racist, do it to be fiscally responsible. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Exactly. Woo. For sure. Well, um, I think this is a segment. Take another I think break. This should be, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> this is like this is a whole segment. How many minutes was that? Uh, that we did. Only, that was only a cool half hour or so. A little bit oh, of half an hour. So, um, yeah. Let's take a break and then we'll come back and do at least one story each. How you, what do you think about yeah. that? Okay, we'll be right back. <laughs> All right, we're back. Dude, what are you bringing to the table? All right. Well, um, we had we we did a little discussing over the break behind the scenes i know that the breaks to you all are like literally like two seconds but for us that's an actual break we do we do things we do things in between we talk about we we take care of production we make margaritas and (laughs) (laughs) go to the restroom uh, yeah you know um pay homage to willie and nelson and snoop dog sometimes (laughs) um we're doing a lot of stuff in the background here is what i'm saying and um so better we be careful before this is our, an episode. I, I said you better be careful before our super extra says well clearly not on editing <laughs> <laughs> yes again it's still diy podcasting right. <laughs> and as we mentioned in the beginning this is improv shit oh yeah bitch this is improv yeah. This is yeah. on the fly, snap, 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 making decisions, left, right, turn, right. now, do this, do that. Um, yeah. There ain't no cut, repeat. No, there's no, let's let's play that back and do it again. No. Right, no. This is one, t- one take, one shot. Yep, yeah. yep. That's how pro we are. Yeah. <laughs> Not um, how pro. <laughs> so we are noticing, we're, you know, this is a regular, uh, regular sized episode we've already done yeah and we never yeah. even we didn't get any stories we didn't hit in any stories this I mean, to me is like an aubrey update this is an aubrey special story right you know this for is, sure this is then and it, and that's and that happens sometimes that's what happens yeah. with our episodes is they become something because it's organic it's happening in the moment right and so we never know what's going to happen so no um we're going to call this our episode but little tease you know pay attention on sunday because you'll be listening on friday well on sunday mm, little leftovers we haven't done the leftovers this was a big meal so we're gonna have a lot of leftovers so um, yeah we haven't done one in a while and so we'll be serving up some leftovers on sunday so stay tuned to your notifications um and it'll have something to listen to over Memorial Day weekend. Ooh, yeah, because that's just a very long it's a weekend. Long weekend, so yeah. Um, we decided we'll come out with you with some some actual some other stories, not actual yeah. stories. These were all actual stories, um, but some non Arbery 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 yeah stories Arbery. Um, now, if you want to send us stories, send open. to what do you bring into the table at gmail.com. Or on Facebook at What Do You Bring to the Table podcast, yeah. or as Jason does, um, and my mom and other people on my Facebook Messenger. 
Um, yeah. But those are for the VIPs who are on my Facebook <laughs> messenger. Yes, yes. Um, Not because they're family related. <laughs> VIPs. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're going to wrap it up for this episode of What Are You Bringing to the Table? Thank you for your support. For sure, for um, sure. Thank you for listening. Yep. Um, remember to wash your hands. Yeah, keep your mask on. 20 seconds, wear a mask, even if it's uncomfortable. Yep. And until next time, nos vemos. Adios. Daisy, Daisy, what's your safe word? What's your safe word, Daisy? <laughs> <laughs>